Georgia's DBHDD is warning all Georgians that half of all opioid deaths happen at home when people take an oxy or a perk with a glass of alcohol for stress or to sleep. Learn more about protecting families from opioid overdoses at opioidresponse.info. Hi, I'm Kalina Bowler. I work behind the scenes in Georgia's film industry as a location manager. Every week, I take you behind the scenes to meet some of the incredible people who help bring magic to the screen. It's the credits from Georgia Public Broadcasting. My job in the film business is locations work. I help films and TV shows identify the locations to shoot. It's a process near and dear to my heart. For Jen Ferris of Atlanta, it's a labor of love. She's a location scout. She has her finger on the pulse of some of the city's most historic neighborhoods. That makes her a valuable addition to any production. Her credits include HBO's The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks, BET's Being Mary Jane, and FX's Atlanta. Jen says her job is like solving a puzzle. People say, what did you like to do when you were five? I love putting puzzles together. That was like my thing. I could sit meticulously for eight hours nonstop. Like, I just wanted to figure this thing out. Fast forward, I ended up going into locations in the film industry as as early as maybe 2010. Right. And um, and so to me, it's still puzzle. It's a big puzzle. It's crew sections of different departments as I see it as one huge puzzle. Right. So every day when I work, if I'm on set, I still get to be a part of that puzzle. If I'm not on set, I'm scouting, mm-hmm. which my part of the puzzle is really the most, I won't say the most important part, but it is the translation of those words visually. And I have to put that piece together so that the rest of the crews can do their job. That's right. Well, let's talk a little bit more about scouting specifically. Scouting is not just about taking photographs. As I tell people, location scouts are the liaison between the production and the community. Right. In short. But if you break it down even further, I am the translation of that screenwriter's vision. My job is to read those words on the paper and match them exactly to what my interpretation of that writer's thoughts. And I years ago, I worked on an NBC series. It was a television series called Constantine. It came mm-hmm. on NBC. And that was the first show I had ever worked on where they actually flew the writer in per episode. And it's happened since then. But that was the first time I actually would be in a van with the writer mm. And we would get to locations that I found. I love research. So I would dig and dig until I found what I thought the match was. And I would have writers say, oh, my God, this is exactly what I saw when I wrote this. And I think that's probably the most flattering compliment a writer can tell a locations person is this is what I saw in my mind when I wrote this scene. This building exactly matches. Sometimes architecturally it has to match. Mm -hmm. It has to match the era of time. I have to think about the even the landscape. And early on when film came to Atlanta, 
the scripts I was getting were about beaches and <laughs> deserts and because yeah. yep. they were coming from the West Coast writers and they were writing about beaches. And I'm like, oh, OK, we don't have beaches in so Atlanta, right? but maybe <laughs> there are some lakes, maybe there's some, I don't know, you know, and try to find in texture that could maybe with the lighting change could look like a desert or, you know. But uh, but that's scouting is pretty much it is that it is really it's very important to find the realistic match to those words. And that's what a scout does. That's fantastic. That's a great description of it. Uh, you, you so you're being in a native Atlantan. Do you feel like it sounds like that's really helped you in being able to translate what writers from all over the world envision. It has been. when I, You kind of have to be an expert at your locale. You do. And even if you're, the, I think an advantage that I have being from Georgia is that I'm familiar with the terrain, but with Georgia changing, every time I turn around, there's a new building, there's a new something in construction. Mm-hmm. But the even in still... You, I think there's still an, a benefit to being familiar with an area. Right. And if I'm not familiar with an area, I have an advantage of being able to pick up a phone because, oh, I used to go to that church. Let me call up Pastor Minnie because <laughs> she knew my grandma. And you can get you can get a lot of stuff done if you can pick up that phone. Right. I might not know, okay, dang, that whole neighborhood is completely different than it was when I grew up. But you know what? Miss Sarah still lives over there. Let me see if I can get in right. touch with her son who can get me in touch with Miss Sarah, who can get me in that house because I also have to scout on a timeline and a deadline. And just even just this past week, somebody had me scouting for something that they have been looking for for I don't even know how many days, but I have become, I don't know why, this 911 scout. People will say, Jen, 911, we have to find XYZ. I don't know if it exists. I'm like, uh, yeah, it exists. Because I grew up down the street from that and I know where it is and I can get on, I can get it in there fast. Right. So it helps to be able to know just kind of where the bones lie. And if I don't know where the bones lie, I know somebody who knows where the bones lie who's from here. And if not, they can pick up the phone and call their people and call my people. And, you know, we can yeah. get this thing rolling because time is of the essence, too. And sometimes a location could fall through and you need to be able to immediately replace that location mm-hmm. with the same texture, energy and feel as the one that they have in their in their minds, I guess. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, when you were giving your descriptions uh, that Georgia has pretty much changed. I mean, it has changed Atlanta know. most specifically. That's right. Atlanta Metro has changed. Yeah, it's becoming an international city. Well, it always was an international city because of the transportation. We have a lot of Mm -hmm. import-exports pre-Civil War that made Atlanta what it is. But Atlanta has—it's so funny. Atlanta is very metropolitan. And you go 30 miles outside of Atlanta and you're in 1955. I mean, not even exaggerating. It is behind (laughs) technology— the people in the town are slow, slower, mm-hmm. and that has a wonderful that it's it's not a bad thing because I have worked on period pieces where we need to go back to 1955 and we need to go to a slower town with very little technology and we need that story to be real. Mm-hmm. You know, when I worked on uh, the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks, that story I think most of the beginnings took place in the 40s. That's right. So having a township that was literally built 
pre-1940 was believable for that that story. They needed to find the texture, the architecture, the windows. I mean, I've worked on a movie. The 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 art director, just sidebar, was from Europe. And uh, she knew because of her studies that this window frame did not exist until 1960. And there were a few times where she would I'd say, now, look, the window is not from the 40s. But she's like, we need it from the 40s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, I guess I'm not finished yet. Mm-hmm. You know, she was not budging on architecturally. She needed it to be believable visually 100 percent. And that does exist in Georgia. If it's not a good location, you will know it when you get on set. Logistically, you'll know it. Oh, the crew will let you know. The crew will be pissed <laughs> off. Like, who picked this stupid location? You can't even park so your true. car. Like, yes. it's important. Yes. So it's not just about the story, but being able for that crew to get to and from that piece also is just as important. The sound is important. The neighbors, the neighbors have to be even comfortable with you being there. Even if they're not comfortable, locations has to make them comfortable. That's true. Because they're going to make it miserable for the crew if they're not happy. Believe me, they're going to hate us if they're not happy about that location. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure that there were a lot of neighbors who were extremely happy about Atlanta season two. Yeah, they were. (laughs) Talk to me about that. Well, one, they shot a lot of Atlanta season two in northwest Atlanta, which is Kind of in town, Vine City, English Ave, uh, Ashview Heights, Cascade Heights, like a lot of the North and Southwest Atlanta neighborhoods got uh, paid because they were chosen as locations. I see it as an absolute blessing whenever I scout in those communities because a lot of them are not aware of how big this film thing is. Mm. They still, it's so funny, I get called, they're like, oh man, I hear film is blowing up. Uh, where you been? <laughs> It's blown up, boo. Like, this has already happened, but what it lets me know is they are not in it. They're not feeling, in, they're they're not realizing the exchange of funds mm-hmm. that goes into a location. Every time we pay a church, that's past the plate. You know how you pass a plate in church? Mm-hmm. I just sped up that process 10,000%. Mm-hmm. Now they don't have to pass that plate for those roles because this film crew just wrote a big check to them. And saved them 10 years. I had a minister tell me that. They had passed a plate on a roof for 10 years. Wow. And a film company came in 10 days and paid for that whole roof. And they were able to take all those past monies and put it towards something else. Like, I really love it. And the community, I've talked to kids while I was filming certain things. I come speak at schools. And these children are just eyes wide open. Like the the principal will say, I have never had a quieter assembly ever. Like they're so interested in the process of making films and they don't realize that their little selves could work on a set, you Mm -hmm. know, like they don't even know. So for me to scout Atlanta in Northwest Atlanta, in uh, Southwest Atlanta, and of course they went in other areas, but Mm -hmm. it was just wonderful Because now these children, I'm looking at it from a kid's perspective and even a community perspective. These neighbors are able to feed one more plate on that table, put one more, you know, plate on the table. They're able to send that child, get them a uniform for a KIPP Academy. You know, it it makes a difference in the neighborhood. And I am very aggressive. Not that I don't want to scout anywhere else. But when it comes to Northwest and Southwest Atlanta, and especially where I grew up, Southwest Atlanta, 
it means something to me mm-hmm. to know that I helped that father put one more meal on the table to help that church get one more robe in the choir. You know, it's personal. It's personal. And I know that it can bless these families. So I am very excited when I hear shows like Atlanta coming into these neighborhoods because I know what it's going to do for that neighborhood. That's Jen Ferris. She's a location scout working in Georgia's film industry. Thank you, Jen, for shining a bright light on the state. And that's it for us today. But we want to hear from you. Do you work on movies or TV shows? Tell us what you do. You can reach us at thecredits at gpb.org. We're also on Twitter and Facebook. You can hear our show at thecreditspodcast.com. And subscribe to us while you're there on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a rating. It really helps. Sean Powers produces the show. And Don Smith edits it. Our music is by MBB. The Credits is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm Kalina Bowler. See you after the movies.